Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. If you're planning a meeting, conference, or special event in Missoula, consider the Wingate by Wyndham. Our event space is comfortable and flexible. Whether you need an intimate boardroom meeting or a conference war 100, Missoula's Wingate is the perfect fit. Our audio-visual equipment, upgraded internet, and flexible food and beverage policies allow you to put on an impressive show without breaking the bank. Call us at Missoula's Wingate, where we make you feel at home when you're not. Tommy is in studio uh, working on some things. For those of you who are on the uh, audio-only side of this, he's walked in as he does from time to time and uh, continued making the radio work. Come on, Tommy. Come on the show for a minute. Uh, Okay, Tommy. Tommy, uh, I got two questions. Hold on. If you weren't with us yesterday, you need to go listen to that podcast for sure and listen to the story of Tommy's uh, very... Hilarious and yet sad uh, dog sitting story. He is dog sitting. He was dog sitting three dogs. He's now dog sitting two dogs. Okay, let's put it like that. Not by any. Not nothing you, you did. That's action. right. There was no uh, mistake on your part. Okay, what are your questions, Colter? I have three questions. First, okay. before we get to Tommy killing dogs. Oh my goodness. We man, that is in the just new so studio. Good. Can I get a cough button that works? Now that you said it, and it was not, and, and it's your idea. No, you cannot have one. <laughs> Nobody has more guttural utterances than Colton Nuanas, and I put that against any human that has, will, or does live. And you know, it's always swallowing and breathing and hiccuping and burping and coughing. I don't know what's going on. You in know, there. we all have strengths and weaknesses. At least I can walk. <laughs> I beg to differ. First and foremost, have a decent argument I mean, before you go. At this anyway. point, it's not clear which is worse. Uh, okay, what's your next question for Tommy? Um, have you received any feedback from our our storytelling session yesterday? I have gotten some advice from lovely members of the community. That's good. And uh, ultimately was able to get in touch with the owner of said passed away dog and the homeowner. And uh, the information is now out there to the masses. And, and the homeowner's reaction, by the way, I would add was... Um notably subdued from from the way you related it to me. He said, oh, we knew it was going to happen. We're so glad you guys are there. Thanks. Dang. 
Here's the thing, though, man. Let me tell you something. And, you know, I'm an animal lover. I'm a, I am I was a, a, a boy and then adolescent and then adult owner and lover of pets that were dogs yeah. who then did what dogs do do over time, and that is pass away. And it is a very sad deal, and I know that there's, it's, it's, there's a huge connection. If I was on a cruise, though, and this happened... This is not change. I'm not. I'm not going to the cabin and sitting. And I'm going to wait till I get home and I'll have my moment of reflection. I'm getting everything out of the cruise. I'm still going to the all you can meet buffet. I'm still riding down the water slides and doing the whole thing. I'm getting the full full deal. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sit here and let this overcome me on my vacation. You so I respect him on this. I'm sorry to cut you off. Do you know why Coulter is full of grunting and burping and and sounds? Because he is, it takes him two and a half hours to ask three questions. <laughs> because you hijack the thing and go, and and you just go off into your own land. Water slides on a cruise? They do. No. Are you no, out of your mind? No. What year are you living in? Do these things are forty five stories high? They got full on circuses on the thing now. No. Yes. No. I bet you I'll bet you I'll bet you one hundred dollars is this legal? Can we do right here that there's cruise ships with water slides on them. What's your third question, Coulter? I don't remember. Have a good show. Sorry I can't breathe. It's a genetic deficit. <laughs> you as a person. Amen. I mean, not, Amen. not being able oh, to Oh, I think breathe. about this all the time, Tommy. If this was uh any more than a hundred years ago, I would have been dead twenty years ago. Well, or, I mean, it is can't hard to see, survive can't breathe. without being All able I can to do is memorize the stats. It's good. You're good at that. You're great at that, <laughs> in fact. We all have something. If you'd like to listen live, I would encourage you to do that. And why wouldn't you at this point? 1029ESPN.com is where you go. You click on the tab there. It says listen live, and you listen live. It's a stream, and it's available thanks to Opportunity Bank, our local bank. Your opportunity. You can also uh, pick up your phone and call 329-1899 if you have any feedback. Uh, well, you know, have at it. 329-1899. All guests join us via the Rangage Brothers RV phone line, including our next our next guest uh, who we spoke to before now. Montana State is uh, on the road tonight at Weber State. This is a big game for both teams. And uh, Danny Sprinkle, who we're going to hear from here in just a moment, uh, the head coach of the Montana State uh, men's basketball team is now three and four on the conference year. They were three and two. They lost two straight at home, including in games that were Saturday, Saturday games. It was sort of a surprise to me. They, they lost to Northern Colorado the a, a Saturday ago. I guess if I can say it that way, a week and a half mm-hmm. ago mm-hmm. and Northern Colorado is a good basketball team. In mm-hmm. fact, they're one of the top two or three teams in the conference. It's, 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 it happens. With a week off to prepare for one team in only a one-game week, I thought that Montana State would be better than what they were against Eastern Washington. Now, Eastern Washington had a lot to play for, but ultimately Eastern Washington pulled away and won by 13, 14 points in that game. I think it was 71-53. I think it might be as many as 18 points. Okay, but in any case... Seventy-one fifty-nine. Anyway, whatever it was. 71-58, sorry. 58, you're, you're right, 13, 13 points. It was a... Uh, it, you know, again, it's not a blowout by any stretch of the imagination. In the big sky this year, it, is, feel, it kind of feels like. But this That's is one a, of only seven results in the league this year that have been more than ten points. How about that? This is a team that in Montana State that I think 
this is a big game for them tonight to go into a, a Weaver State team that's been reeling and yet is still talented and very dangerous at two and five, and 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 I don't want to say get back into it because everybody's in it right now, no question about it. But you want to make sure that you don't start slipping. A little bit, you know what I mean. Obviously, Montana State, in a, in, you know, in their ideal world, is a top four seed and is going to get a buy in the first week of uh, of of the Big Sky Conference. And these are the sorts of games to me that you need, especially to bounce back from what was a couple of tough home losses uh, here on this on this road trip to Weber State and Idaho State. One of the largest narratives of the Danny Sprinkle brief era so far has been Montana State's market improvement on defense. Montana State was among the the best and most prolific offensive teams in the league for the last three years under Brian Fish. They were also one of the worst defensive teams. And part of that was not being able to have a rim protector. Part of that was having two offensively oriented guards that were are at best average, but not really even that defensively. And part of it was just the style that they played, too, just up and down. But Weber State diced Montana State worse than anybody I told the story on the show before, but to finish the year two years ago, Montana, Weber State played at Montana State in the season finale, and the all-league voting had been done a couple days prior, and Brian Fish had voted Jarek Harding as second-team all-league, and then Jarek Harding scored 42 points, which is his career high, in Bozeman yeah. against Montana State, and Brian Fish had to call... Uh, Randy Ray. Ray Ray and say sorry I didn't I should have voted him first team all league I guess he proved it to me so the defensive test is going to be key for Montana State if they really are better on defense they're going to have to hold Weaver State in check no doubt Coulter you have a business and your business is based in the world wide web indeed I do so I'm on my computer all the time and if you're not online you're not making money and it is important to make sure that you're online and secure am I right absolutely got to be cyber safe this day and age Well, for you business owners out there, whether you have an online business or a brick-and-mortar business, it's still running through the web. We all know that's a fact. And in today's always-on world, your business demands a simpler approach to network security. At Blackfoot Communications, they deliver state-of-the-art security solutions from the perimeter to the endpoint devices and remote data backup for businesses across the state of Montana. They do. They're keeping everybody cyber-secure and ensuring that businesses run the way that they need to across the state. So ensure your company's network is online all the time. For more information, visit goblackfoot.com slash business. That's goblackfoot.com slash business. And you can click the link right here in the old podcast. We've made it so very easy for you. Go visit and find out how to keep your business or the business of people you know secure online with Blackfoot. To tell Nuanas, 1029 ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. We go now to the Rankish Brothers RV phone line, and we welcome in the head coach of the Montana State men's basketball team, Danny Sprinkle. Danny, thanks so much for being with us once again. We appreciate it. And uh, your team, it doesn't get any easier. You had two at home and now a three-game road stretch, which goes through Weber State, who's having an interesting season here. Weber State has been one of the stalwarts of the Big Sky program. They're now 2-4, and 2-5 and five even in Big Sky conference play. What are you seeing with Weber State? Because they have a tremendous amount of talent. Yeah, they've uh, they've they've been banged up. You know, they you know they had some guys hurt early, and so I think you know just chemistry wise, you know, they haven't played together a ton. Uh, but like you said, you know, they they've been one of the best teams in the Big Sky for the last fifty years, it seems. And so, you know, they're, they're going to keep getting better. Uh, obviously, they got you know they got two of the best players in the league. You know, 
Cody John, and then obviously Jarek Harding, who just broke, you know, Damian Lillard's scoring mark at Weber. And so, you know, they're they're dangerous. And the other thing they've done, you know, similar to us, is they've lost a couple like one point games. And so they could very easily, instead of being, you know, two and five, they could easily be five and two, you know, with a couple couple bounces the right way. When you analyze the schedule like that, it's crazy. I went through the app, the composite schedule for the entire league. There's been 14 yeah. one-possession games in the Big Sky so far, and then another six have been four-point games, so almost one possession, and then another five after that were six-point games, so just two possessions. I, I, that's out of 36 conference games, so basically every single game has been six points or less, including almost half being a one-possession game. So how small is the margin for error in this league right now? I mean, very small. I mean, and obviously, you know, we've been on the, you know, we've been on the worst end of it, you know, on a couple of them. And it, it comes down to, you know, a couple turnovers here, you know, a mi- couple missed free throws in the second half. And, and those are the ones, especially on the road, you know, they just bite you in the butt. And, uh, you know, the teams that have been winning the games and the games that we've won, we've made those plays at the end, you know, against, you know, the first two conference games, you know, you know Sac State and NAU. You know, we had, you know, Layden Ricketts hit a big three, you know, against NAU, you know, with a, like 55 seconds left. But then again, you know, at Southern Utah, you know, their kid, you know, Joel Knight goes and makes a big time play and, uh, and Fawcett makes an and one with, you know, 30 seconds left. And that's, you know, those are the difference in the games. You know, when when you first got here and, and things were going so well through the non-conference and in the beginning of conference play, do you feel like teams have started to get maybe a little bit of a scout on what you guys are doing, or do you think this is just a matter of, like you said, hey, man, we make a couple of free throws that we normally make, and then all of a sudden it's a different deal? Yeah, I mean, I think it's both. It's both. Uh, you know, the league's really good this year, and, you know, there's going to be some teams that finish at the bottom of the league that are really good teams. And... uh you know, it's just there's so much parity. But I think I think it's it's kind of both. You know, I mean, we're, you know, if Holland Woods doesn't make that shot against us, you know, the kid from Portland State, and, you know, if we get a stop down at, you know, Southern Utah, I mean, all of a sudden we're 5-2. and two. And so, you know, it's just that's that's kind of the slim margin of error. But, you know, those are the games you got to win, and, and you got to find a way to win those games on the road, and, uh, and especially at home. And we didn't do that the last two games at home. As you guys now take – on this upcoming three-game road trip, I mean, what do you think of the position of your team right now, and what's the focus as you guys hit the road? But the focus for us is just to, is just to get better every week. You know, there were some things even against Eastern Washington and Portland State that, you know, obviously we didn't win those games, but but there were some things that we got better at, and those are the things that come March. You know, we got to continue to get better at them, and uh, and then obviously we just got to eliminate errors. You know, we had 19 turnovers against. Eastern Washington, you know, we, we climbed back in it and got up four points in the second half. And then we turned the ball over in an eight minute span. We turned the ball over six times and three of them were on primary breaks where it was two on ones, where if we score those buckets, it's a whole different game. And, uh, you know, and then, you know, Southern Utah, we missed, I think we missed eight free throws in the last nine minutes of the game. We were up 10. And so, you know, we just got to continue to get better and, uh, you know, we gotta we gotta take advantage of those those crucial moments, especially in the second half of games, to to get over the edge. Danny Sprinkle joining us, head coach of the Montana State men's basketball team. And coach, I'm always interested to know how different guys go about the prep when you generally have a Thursday Saturday type of get situation like you do today. Do you spend all week just preparing for Weber State Thursday, and then just a day on Idaho State, or do you try and do a little side prep? 
for the Bengals during the course of the week when you have a couple of days so that you have something going into Friday on this road trip? We'll, we'll try to do a little bit of both, you know, but 90, 95% of it is on Weber State. Mm. You know, we may do something defensively where our guys don't even know that, that that's what Idaho State does. You know, we might do it on Monday or Tuesday kind of in a shell drill where, you know, if, if a team runs flex, you know, or if, you know, they run cross screens with their bigs, whatever it is, we may incorporate it, incorporate that into our practice plan, you know, without our guys even knowing that that's what Idaho State's going to run. But, you know, 90 to 95 percent of it is just on on the next game. You mentioned this one to continue to get better. How, how do you weigh those two things, chasing a, a potential buy in the conference tournament and making sure you're peaking in March, especially because you guys do have a, a young team? Well, I think the first thing we look for, you know, defensively is, you know, are we staying disciplined? And against Portland State, we were not disciplined at all. And, uh, you know, we weren't we weren't playing team defense like we were, you know, the first, you know, two months of the season. And, and it bit us in the butt, you know. I mean, obviously they're quick and athletic and they – you know, they got us into some scramble situations where we didn't guard the ball very well. And that's, you know, so we, we do have to get better at that. Against against Eastern Washington, after the first two minutes, I thought we got better at that. You know, and to hold the team, we fouled the last four and a half minutes of the game against Eastern trying to get back into it. And, uh, you know, to hold them to 70 points where they're averaging almost 85. You know, and if we went to foul, we would have kept them right around the 60-point mark. And so, you know, I mean, there, there was improvement from that standpoint. Uh you know, and it's 10 of our 13 guys. It's their first time playing Division One basketball. You know, it's their first time in league where you're getting scouted. They know all your tendencies. And, and uh, you know, a couple of our freshmen, Finn Flute and Borja Fernandez, the last couple of games have, have stepped up and played well, you know, at times. And, and we're going we're gonna to need them. You know, so we need people to help out Harold Frey. Well, Coach, good luck on this road swing to go to Weber State and then Idaho State on Saturday. And then, uh, obviously, it's uh, – Cat Grizz week the following week, so it's uh, it's going to be a fun uh, stretch here. But best of luck this week, and uh, we look forward to talking to you again soon, all right? You got it. Danny Sprinkle, head coach of the uh, Montana State men's basketball team, the uh, subject of our Opportunity Bank Coach's Corner. Thanks to Opportunity Bank for bringing us the uh, Coach's Corner interview each week. Opportunity Bank, your local bank, your opportunity. And Coulter, to me, I think this matchup tonight is the most intriguing one in the Big Sky Conference. It's not often you would say two teams with a losing record in conference are, you know, is is the one that you've kind of you're looking at to watch. But the amount of talent that's going to be on the floor in this game is is pretty next level. I mean, it's pretty pretty good. In fact, very good. And also, a win. Whoever wins this game. It's going, to be, it's going to feel, I think, pretty good about themselves at this very moment. You know what I mean? Whereas whoever loses this game is going to be, is, is has some introspection to do. Uh, you're talking about if, if Weber State goes down, they go to two and six. And now you are, I mean, you're, you're playing. I mean, it, it's hard to see a scenario in which you're a top four seed. And now all of a oh, sudden yeah. to try and go on a, on a run in the tournament where you're playing four games. And is it, by the way, is it now four games in four days? Have they? Has they? They moved it back Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Because I, I believe right. Because the women's tournament opens on Monday. So in, there's not even a day off now at this point. I mean that it, it's the the top four seeds is huge, massive to get one of those. If you think you're going to go on a tournament run, there's only one team in the Big Sky, men or women, that have won 
three games and not gone to the tournament. The NCAA mm. tournament. That's mm. the Idaho State women have done it twice, maybe even three times, where, where they, they got to the championship game. They got to the championship yeah. game, but even just that. I mean, we've nobody so, yet has won it without having a bye. No, 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 no. And it makes sense. I mean, those are the four best teams. Okay, sure. we get it. But also that extra game, man. I mean, look at what happened to Montana in each of the last two Big Sky Conference championships games. Uh, they're they're down in the first half, and then their their legs carried them through. Obviously, Eastern Washington had some buys in there as well. Point being, teams that are playing in that first that first night, it I mean, how do you turn around and try and play a fourth game in a row? It's 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 really really difficult to do. If Weber State falls tonight to two and six, they are I mean they are in a heap of trouble. Montana State, meanwhile, they would be if they were to lose three and five. Again, the nature of the Big Sky Conference is, is no by, by no means you know the end of the world. But having lost three in a row and losing two of up to the point two and five Weber State team, I mean that's a now you're going. Well, what are we? Where are we at here? And and uh, and also with no possibility of even getting to five hundred, then heading into the Montana game, I think there. I think this is a big big game for both of these teams, and and bigger for the loser in a negative way than positive for the winner. Sometimes, as people that conduct interviews with coaches and players all the time, we get a little bit tired of got to bring your A game because everybody in this league can beat you, like that narrative. Because sure. everybody says it every year, but this is the year where, to me, pretty true. To me, to me, it's not just that that part's true, but everybody says all the coaches are always going to say everybody can beat everybody, but then in reality. If you lose to the worst team, if you're the team that loses to the last place team and gives them one of their couple league wins, that moment can then topple the next couple weeks or even the whole rest of your season because then all of a sudden you start to doubt yourself. You start to doubt the process. You start to doubt your teammates. And, and you know, then the media is talking about it and, and people that cover you and all that sort of stuff. This year more than ever, I think that I asked Jay Flores this on the ESPN Roundtable yesterday. He was talking about upsets in the league, and I said, but Jay, let me stop you right there. Is there actually such thing as an upset in this league? Because Weber State right now is is alone in 10th place in the league. They have the second-worst conference record in the Big Sky Conference. But if Weber State beats Montana or drills Montana tonight, Montana State tonight, it's not an upset. No. Right? <laughs> they got one of the longest-tenured coaches in the league. They got yeah. one of the best traditions in the league. They got one of the best home environments in the league. They got, they got two, two of, of the, the best, best players in the That's league. Right. That's right. So is there actually an upset? That's that's the thing. Is, is When you're talking about the, from the team's perspective, a lot of years where you have some optimism as Montana State and you're gunning for one of the top five seeds, losing to the 10th-place team could be something that could be very detrimental to the psychology of your team. I just think that everybody in the league just needs to not think about those sorts of factors. Because right. as of right now, until we get about five or six more games in, there's no such thing as an upset. To me, Montana, Northern Colorado, and then everybody else is the same. Mm. I think everybody else f- from three I, – I, Eastern Washington. Eastern's, East, Eastern's yeah, there. Yeah. But, but everybody else from Portland State and Southern Utah through Montana State, NAU, everybody else. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, Idaho could beat every single team in the league. They, they took Montana down to the wire. Yep, in Missoula. So I, I think that it's a, the league's not better. It's just more wide open. It's two tell Nuanas, one of two ninety ESPN Radio. Here in uh, just about ten minutes, in fact, less than ten minutes from now, uh, we're going to speak with with uh, Brett Hine from the 
uh, Ogden Standard Examiner about Weber State, but I want to spend the last couple of minutes of this segment, Colter, specifically talking about the Montana-Idaho State game because we're going to talk more about Weber State. The Grizzlies are in Pocatello to take on Idaho State, and this is one of yet another big group of teams who's had an, an unbelievable amount of turnover, transfers, new players, and I think it, uh, that a lot of people don't really know. Talk to us just a little bit about the Idaho State men's basketball team and their matchup with Montana tonight. Well, I, I followed Idaho State's offseason as, with as much interest as I ever have because of, of two factors. First, Ryan Looney... I, I first learned about Ryan Looney because he was at Seattle Pacific when, the, and they're in the Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Mm-hmm. So I actually had covered him when I was covering Central Washington when I was living in Ellensburg. Ryan Looney, their current coach. I know, say it's current coach. Yep. Ryan Looney went from SPU then to Northwest, not Northwest Nazarene. He went to. Um, bear with me. Doesn't matter. He's at Idaho State now. But Dalton Hamas, who was Jasmine Hamas, all-time Great Montana State player, her little brother. And, and multiple of Dalton's aunts had played at Montana State, too. Mm. A lot of people thought Dalton Thomas was one of the big misses of the Brian Fish era because he had so many Montana State ties and they didn't recruit him. Mm. He ends up going D2. He ends up getting a shot with the Bucks in the summer league, and now he's on the Bucks G League team. He's on a two-way contract, so he's actually, like, floating. Going in between. I mean, he's an NBA. He, let's say it like this. Right now, his status in professional basketball is a notch higher than Tyler Hall's. Right. So that is a big miss if Montana State could have had him on the roster. So I started kind of following Point Loma was where Ryan Looney was mm. at Point Loma. And then they, and so then he, Ryan Looney then was a, in the mix to replace Brian Fish at Montana state. He was one, one of the finalists and he got brought to campus for an interview and everything like that. So I started researching him then. Well, then he doesn't get the job, but he keeps going full hog at a big sky job and he ends up getting Idaho state. And so then I was following him on Twitter and I've never seen so many tweets about new recruits. And so Idaho State had all the current guys going out the door. Brandon Boyd, who was one of their best players, transferred. Uh, the Chevichian kid from Chile transferred. I How think, many new guys do they have? I think they have 13 new players. And that's the whole roster. Most of the, I, It's the whole <laughs> roster. There's only uh, 13 guys on the team. Thon Maker from the yeah. Bucks. His little brother is the only returning player. And Ballant Moxon. Um, who's one of their kids. He's from Hungary. Those are the only two returning players on the roster. So they have all sorts of new faces. So what you're saying is that this is a steep learning curve tonight for uh, the Montana Grizzlies in terms of just who and what is going on in Pocatello. It's all brand new. It's a, it's a totally different style. Um, they also have Jared Stutzman back. So he's a guy that has been in and out there the last couple of years too. So I guess three returners. But Tariq Cool is probably the... Best guy that they got from the junior college market. He's their leading scorer right now. But Cheermaker has also uh, been very good as well. So they are just like everybody else, by the way, three and four in conference play and, uh, you know, playing at home and another team that, who you know, if they, if they come out to play, probably be another close game, just like they all are in the Big Sky Conference tonight. A- absolutely. And so much of this comes down to. You know, matchups as well. I mean, Northern Arizona looked great last weekend. They swept the weekend. They beat Northern Colorado. But one of Idaho State's wins is over Northern Arizona. One of Idaho State's wins is over Eastern Washington. Right. But they've also lost to Southern Utah and Sac State and Portland State. So it's so interesting how, I mean, the quality of the team is not as important as the quality of the matchup. Right. And we'll see how the matchup goes tonight in Pocatello. But it's a big test for the Grizz 
for a lot of different reasons. We'll see if we can figure out what's going on at Weber State right after this. Brett Hine going to join us from the Ogden Standard Examiner, covers Weber State Athletics. He'll be on with us uh, in uh, just about five minutes from now. You know, guests, the Wingate by Wyndham is the Missoula Hotel that truly offers something for everybody. No doubt. It's conveniently located near the airport, easy for when your friends come to visit you. And you know, of course, my favorite, water slides. That's right. they got an awesome water park with a sweet water slide that's perfect for families, groups, and birthday parties. But with the Wingate, they also have a terrific business travel rate, large meeting spaces for you and your clients, and one of the best rewards programs you'll find anywhere. Talk to me about breakfast. They're not messing around with the Continental. They got the full breakfast spread, man. That's what I'm talking about. I need that. They got you covered there as well. Just down the road from the Missoula Airport, the location is quiet and convenient. The parking is ample and free, and the staff genuinely cares about taking care of their guests. The Wingate is at 5252 Airway Boulevard. You can also call. Very simple, easily memorizable number, 541-8000. That's 541-8000. The best hotel at the best spot for a hotel near the airport. Let the Wingate by Wyndham in Missoula make you feel at home, even when you're not. We go now to the Rankish Brothers RV phone line, and we welcome in Brett Hine, who covers Weber State Athletics for the Ogden Standard Examiner and Montana State playing Weber State tonight. The uh, women in Bozeman, the men in Ogden, and then uh, the uh, Montana University of Montana will play uh, the Weber State teams on Saturday. So it's the Weber State swing, as it were. Brett, thanks for being with us, man. Appreciate it. How you doing? Good, good, good. I just uh, just got here to the arena, so you're you're checking in live from from the site. Oh, right. Kind of like when the the NCAA tournament, you know, those live check ins on the, the the daytime shows. So. I guess that's cool, right? Yeah, it's absolutely cool. I'm sure it's packed 90 <laughs> minutes before tip. Uh, everybody getting in early, camping out, ready to go uh, with the uh, with the <laughs> Weber State game. Let's talk about this Weber State team, man, because Weber State has been, uh, w- again, one of the flag bearers of the Big Sky Conference in men's basketball for uh, for a long time. And Randy Ray, you know, the, the longest tenured coach in the Big Sky Conference, an outstanding coach. But they're right now 2-5 and five in the Big Sky Conference, even with two of the best players. And I know that there's been some injury issues, but what's going on? on with this men's team right now that they're 10th out of 11 in the big sky conference yeah i mean you said it it's it's injuries and i know you know coaches don't like to make excuses uh too much and and fans hate to hear it and fans fans get mad at the coaches fans are mad at me because you know (laughs) i want they want they want me to write about firing people and all sorts of stuff you know how it goes but um, I mean, it really is. So I'll, you're I'll soft, try to make Brett. It. You know, I mean, that's the issue. You got it. I mean, where are your teeth, man? Get get Randy Ray out of here. What's he ever done? You know, it's only one like five. Big only Sky brought Davey and Lillard years, you know? to, to Ogden, Utah, for crying out loud. Get him out of here. No, no. But yeah. I mean, tell us what what injuries specifically though have been, have really uh, uh, plagued this team. Yeah. So I mean, I'll try and keep it as distinct as I can, so we don't spend the whole segment on it. But um, I mean, it, it started. A few months before the season with Jarek Harding, he had a, I guess you would say it's the thing right before a stress fracture in his foot. Um, they caught it and, you know, had an operation done. And he was basically, he basically couldn't play until, um, well, so he missed the opener. And then he was cleared to play the night before their first, their home opener against San Diego. And so he basically took the floor that night, uh, you know, with a minimal practice time um and he's he's uh sprained his ankle and he's working through some other things right now uh he's he's looking better on the court but he's he's playing through stuff 
because um, it's a senior season and, you know, this is it. Um, a lot of their issues, too, if you go inside, that's kind of where a lot of it comes to. Um, so they recruited a junior college kid who started his career at St. John's named uh, Buki Diakite, and he was, he was going to be a, a good answer for them as, as kind of a stretch four, really athletic kid. He tore his ACL late in his junior college season out in Iowa, and they had it all had it all. You know, he was good to go, and then he kind of tweaked it again right before the season, and um, so he's been unavailable. You know, theoretically, he was their starting four. Um, so then their next starting four, Donatus Kupsis, he tore his ACL in their home opener, which is the second game of the season. Um, so then they asked Cam Davis, who transferred from Pitt, they asked him to move from the three to the four. And then he hurt his knee against Eastern Washington. Uh, kind of got taken out during a rebound. And he just came back last week and tweaked it again. So he's questionable tonight. Uh, he may or may not play this week. Um, and so that's caused a lot of problems for them inside defensively and rebounding. Um, they're, they're having a hard time keeping teams off the offensive glass. And, you know, as you, as you might suspect, it's hard to win games like that when, when teams get two or three shots. Per possession, so um, that's kind of a maybe a hopefully a quick rundown of, of some of the stuff they've been facing this year um, and kind of where it all stems from. Missing guys is is one thing, and that's obviously impactful. But also to me in basketball, just learning how to play with guys is so important. And it seems as if guys are out, not practicing, not playing, they can't find the flow. I mean, how much of that element is is hindering Weber right now? I mean, it, it seems like a lot. Randy Ray talks about that a lot. He's like, you know, if I could just get some guys together consistently for a couple of weeks of practice, we might, you know, we might see what we want to see. Um, and th- I mean, that all started again at the beginning of the year with Harding's injury, and and Cam Davis was, you know, mentally set to sit out the season um, as a transfer, and then you know, less than a week before the season, he gets a waiver and is cleared. And so then he has to kind of flip the switch to like, hey, I'm on this team now, and, and I, you know, I, I got to be ready to go. And, and then just like you said, that flow uh, throughout the season, they they keep having to move guys' positions. And Israel Barnes has played the four. I mean, when you have Israel Barnes playing the four, you're basically just playing four guards and and a center or <clears throat> you know something to that effect. So um, that combined with their relative youth. Um, they've got three freshmen in the in what is right now a seven or eight man rotation. Three of them are freshmen, um, two of them are sophomores. So, you know that that all all of those things, you know, any one of those things you might be able to overcome, but all of those things coming together have have kind of added up for them. And, and you've seen them be competitive. They, uh, you know, they they could have maybe should have beat North beat Northern Colorado and. And they came back and fell just short against Eastern Washington. So they're there, they're playing hard, but um, they just can't quite get over the hump in most games. Brett Hine joining us. He covers Weber State Athletics for the Ogden Standard Examiner. And Brett, this game tonight, I I argued to Coulter earlier that I think the uh, you know the the positives for the winner are outweighed by the negatives for the loser. If Weber State drops to two and six, and then has Montana coming to town, I mean they're in they're in really tough shape to th- even think about looking at you know a four seed or better, even with you know Jarek Harding and Cody John you know playing playing basketball for him. Montana State on the other hand, they've lost two straight at home with a week off in between. This is only their third game in like ten or eleven days, and so this is a huge game for them because they could be you know back to five. 
500 and kind of get back on track. But if they don't, they're three and five, and people all of a sudden go, "Well, what's going on?" You know, in Bozeman with the Cats right now. Where are you at on in terms of this matchup and the significance of it in this conference season? Yeah, and that, that's a good point because the way Montana State played earlier in the season, you know, some non-conference games and and their wins and kind of maybe the surprise of maybe having a better team than people expected. And, you know, it seems like Danny Sprinkles put together uh, something good in the first year. He he identified some, some pretty good junior college kids that that have, you know, been positive for them. Um, But yeah, if you, you fall to three and five and then I haven't looked at the schedule, I assume they're in Pocatello on Saturday. Um, Idaho State's, up and down they have their struggles but they can you know they can just like a lot of the conference they can beat anyone so it it almost feels like every night is like that in the big sky it's like you know any at least in a in a week span in your your thursday saturday swing it seems like the the conference could be turned upside down if the results go a certain way so it almost seems like every team's kind of playing playing for that right now um but like you said weber state's kind of in the bigger hole right now and they could be staring at a pretty ugly record after this week if they're not able to, to make things happen on their home court. Um, I don't obviously, you know, the the aspirations of things like a conference title are are pretty much out the window. But you know, they they'd like to get a higher seed and and kind of build toward the conference tournament. So it's one of those things that that's kind of how the conference is this year. Every every night or every weekend seems seems that important to almost everybody. The Montana School is going through Ogden, Utah this weekend to play Weaver State. But, Brett, the probably biggest news on a national level out of Weaver State this week, Jake Constantine, senior-to-be quarterback, entered the transfer portal earlier this week. Uh, I believe that he graduated, so probably will be a grad transfer, which makes sense considering his time at Boise State, Ventura College, as well as uh, the last two years at Weaver State. But you know, a guy that maybe didn't light up the league statistically, but a 19-4 and record as a starter – Led Weber State to two different playoff berths. So, in your mind, two questions. Did this surprise you, and what sort of impact does this have on Weber State football? Uh, yeah, first question, it did surprise me. I think it, from the feeling I get, it surprised a lot of people. Um, and I, I haven't talked to him or the coaches. You know, coaches are out, you know, most of them are out of state or they're all over the place, you know, finishing up recruiting. Because um, Weber State, unlike a lot of schools, I know the Montana schools have kind of gone with a large chunk of, uh, uh, you know, Division One, where the early signing day, early signing period is the new signing period. Weber State's been doing it a little bit differently, especially with their uh, limited number of scholarships. So anyway, the coaches are all out recruiting right now, which I'll get to that in a second as far as the impact. But yeah, it's a, it's a surprise. I mean, like you said, he... He, he would show flashes and have some really good games, but otherwise um, he was a, a competent quarterback, and obviously they won a lot of games with him. Um, when you're at, you're going into your senior year uh, at the helm of a, a team that's you know number three in the country, and, and they're, you could take the program to the uh, semifinals for the first time, it is a little surprising that, that uh, someone would give that up. So, you know, my, my gut on that is just that, you know, he, he started at, Boise State, and he was kind of that level of, of player out of high school, and, and perhaps he wants to get one more crack at that, you know, on the back end of his career, uh, and that's what I would expect is see him try and 
work into some sort of group of five situation, um, see if he can win a starting job. Um, you know, the mid-majors of football, as it were. So, um, But, yeah, the, where do they go from here? It's That's an interesting question because they don't have a lot of experience on their roster. Caden Jenks has started a few games, but not a ton. Um, and behind that, they have virtually no experience. And so it'll be interesting to see how the recruiting period plays out. Um, if they had enough notice to maybe find a, you know, maybe some kind of graduate transfer from a, an FBS school or, you know, a one-year solution as they bring up some of your younger guys or, or what that is. Um, they've got their eye on the kid who is probably the best quarterback in Utah. Um, he's the MVP two years in a row for the biggest classification, won two state titles. But he's smart, and he has offers from Harvard and Yale. So it's kind of like, well, does he want to play football or does he want an Ivy League education? Um, so there's kind of a lot of balls up in the air. That's kind of threw, threw a wrench into what their plans might be next year. Um, you know, he, like you said, he didn't really light it up statistically, but when you've got a senior quarterback coming back as, as one of 18 of 22 returning starters, you know, you, you plan to, to do pretty well in that situation. So now it's kind of back to the drawing board and got to see if they like what they have or if they need something else. Well, Brett, we appreciate you being on with us again. Brett Hine, Brett Hine covering Weber State Athletics for the Ogden Standard Examiner. Weber State hosting Montana State here in about an hour and 15 minutes. They'll tip it off uh, from Ogden and then uh, the Grizzlies visiting Ogden on Saturday. So enjoy the games, Brett. We appreciate you being with us. Yeah, I appreciate it. Uh, thanks for having me on. We'll see. I Hopefully, hopefully Jarek's ready to go because uh, Harding versus Frey is, is one of those matchups in the big sky that I think get, gets to should get a lot of attention. So. Absolutely. Hopefully, hopefully that goes well tonight. I hope so as well. Well, thanks a lot. Appreciate you being here. Coulter, you have a business, and your business is based in the World Wide Web. Indeed I do, so I'm on my computer all the time. And if you're not online, you're not making money, and it is important to make sure that you're online and secure. Am I right? Absolutely. Got to be cyber safe this day and age. Well, for you business owners out there, whether you have an online business or a brick-and-mortar business, it's still running through the web. We all know that's a fact. And in today's always-on world, your business demands a simpler approach to network security. At Blackfoot Communications, they deliver state-of-the-art security solutions from the perimeter to the endpoint devices and remote data backup for businesses across the state of Montana. They do. They're keeping everybody cyber-secure and ensuring that businesses run the way that they need to across the state. So ensure your company's network is online all the time. For more information, visit goblackfoot.com slash business. That's goblackfoot.com slash business. And you can click the link right here in the old podcast. We've made it so very easy for you. Go visit and find out how to keep your business or the business of people you know secure online with Blackfoot. Also want to remind everybody, Grizz Greats, the coaching tree, episode two out right now. Mike Montgomery, Mike Montgomery, one of the most accomplished coaches in the history of uh, the Montana program and and the rest of his coaching life. Uh, it is available now. Go listen to it. It's uh, it's outstanding. Really great to talk to him. And uh, Grizz Grace, the coaching tree, a new episode with a new coach every Tuesday going to be coming out all year long. Just search Grizz Grace and subscribe to it. And you don't have to search it anymore. It'll just come to you. Also, bonus episodes released each week as well. Grizz Grace, the coaching tree brought to us by Berkshire Hathaway Real Estate, Blackfoot Communications, and our friends down at Stockman's Bar. 
uh, boys and girls. Uh, the Grizzlies, let's talk about these uh, Grizzlies quickly tonight, Colton, because we, we kind of jammed them into a couple minutes. We talked mostly actually about Idaho State. Montana, if they're able to win in Pocatello tonight and go to 7-1, and one, um, I guess my question is, how, how far out in front of the rest of the league do you think Montana is or isn't? Because by record, they look a long ways out in front, but in reality, nobody's that far ahead of anybody else in this conference, apparently. Yeah. And yet the Grizzlies still are now, have, have separated themselves out as definitively the best team. Well, the, the, the whole key to this conference right now is, is believing you can win and then winning in the last minute. Right. That's what games come down to. Right. Montana's- what did Jay Flores tell us yesterday on the, on the roundtable? He's like, the reason we're doing it is because there's guys on our team that have done it already. Exactly. Right. And Montana had the, this two-game stretch that really put the rest of the league on notice where they blasted Eastern Washington, blasted Portland State, put the rest of their wins and the rest of the almost the rest of the games in the league have been close games. And we've talked extensively in all elements of sports, especially college sports, believing you can win, knowing how to win. That's such a corner that rebuilding programs have to turn, but it's also an edge that perennially great programs have to maintain. And I find it pleasantly surprising as well as impressive that that has, I mean, maintaining that edge when guys that are the true inspirational leaders in that element. And Bobby yeah. Moore had talked the Grizz into winning games for years. That was his key thing, <laughs> right? Like he's Bobby Moorhead is a great defensive player, He's but he he was the glue guy. That's what a glue guy is. He empowered Michael Ogini and Ahmad Rory to say, we're not going to lose. And then those guys would go nuts. And Moorhead was like the guy that has their back. Losing those guys and then still being able to do it. One thing we we didn't talk about the Big Sky Breakdown. You can t- check out the Big Sky Breakdown, SkyOnSportsMT.com tomorrow. We, we had a great conversation, and we talked all about the Grizz basketball team, and I thought we made some good points that maybe we haven't made on this show. But the one thing that we haven't talked about is we know Saeed Pridget. Saeed Pridget is a, a cool dude, cool customer, says what he means, means what he says. But the whole his whole career, I knew he was an exceptionally talented player, but I didn't know if he ever was going to be the guy who could truly be the – rally the troops in the middle of the huddle leader. Yeah. When you watch them, he script white. Come here. Like last game, he yeah. called the huddle. Yeah. Here's what I need from you. Here's what I need from you. Mm-hmm. He's he's not just leading by example. He's straight up leading. And, and he's been a, a, such an encouraging factor to a bunch of guys, particularly Derek Carter Hollinger, who has a lot of the same game that he's got to, to bring those guys along in the moment on the floor. Big time. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And you talk about the hierarchy of a team. I mean, Derek Carter Hollinger... He's a lieutenant when it comes to Saeed Pritchett. He said, yeah. yes, sir, right. whatever you say, I idolize you. I want to be like you. Right. Don't show me how to be like you. That's awesome. For the have. record, I would also like to be like Saeed Pritchett. <laughs> I mean, you kind of are. You're smooth talking. You're just yeah. a lot more long-winded. I'm, I'm a little longer-winded, and I'm a little slower to the cup. Yeah, no, uh, in, in all avenues. But no, to answer... My spin moves and with the ball out of bounds and me falling <laughs> over. That's, that's how it goes. To answer your question, though, I, I do think that so much of this league season is going to be when do the speed bumps come? How do you navigate the speed bumps? How do you persevere after the speed bumps? But if Montana can prove that the, the will to win is the key to winning during this road trip mm-hmm. and they come back to Missoula with the cat game on the horizon at 8-1 and one in league... I think the sky's the limit for this team in yeah. terms of their results. I think. I think. Look, man. If you, I, I don't care about the record here, if you if you go to to Idaho State, that's brand new, and then go to Weber State, 
and you win them both and you're eight and one heading into to the Cat Grizz game round one, I mean, that's that's impressive. That's big time. The biggest difference between right now between Montana, not right now, in the last four years in the league, under Travis, since Travis Secure has been the head coach at Montana, the biggest difference yep. between Montana and everybody else in the league is everybody else in the league prepares, plans, hopes, and prays that they win. And they they put in all the work to do it. And if they play well, they're good. They, uh, they almost do. everybody in the league has a chance to win. Montana expects to win. And that's the difference. This game tonight on Pluto Television, Channel 543. Uh, it is the 11 sports production of it. So you can check that out on Pluto TV uh, and also on the radio. Our buddy Riley Corcoran getting it done there always. Uh, so uh, there you go. The Grizzlies tonight against Weber State. Colter, i got to take a minute to talk about what happened last night. I know that you care about this far less or are far less impacted, I guess, than I am on this. I, I always am a hater to you because it's fun to talk to you. Yeah, that's fine. It's okay. I don't even, I understand. All I'm saying is this. Zion Williamson last night, I turned this on. I don't, I don't do tune-in television very often. I put on Pelicans Spurs last night. Watched the whole thing. Every time Zion was out there, I was glued to it, and it was all miserable. He was he was not very good. It was slow. It was boring. It was ugly. Plotting. Plotting. All out of and shape. then for the most part, he's on the bench. I mean, he played three, four minutes, take a seat for eight minutes, played the first three, four minutes of each quarter. Fourth quarter comes around, and what in the world do I watch? A team that is losing the basketball game by double digits to the Spurs, and Zion Williamson, 17. Consecutive points for his team, including four for four from beyond the arc, which he was absolutely not guarded, left alone. Good luck, and guess what? He made them pay. But in a mo- he also got a big rebound from an awkward angle, had a couple of great passes in the mix, and came alive. And you all of a sudden saw what it was all about. And all I'm saying is, in your first ever basketball game in the NBA, to have a stretch where you do that, even though he then took a seat in the course of Pelicans' loss riveting to me this means nothing going forward it means nothing about today or tomorrow or anything else about zion to have that in your debut too good to be true i love it he's a shooting star and the fact that he was able to corral the moment and harness the moment late is a testament to that shooting star see what see what you're doing there flat-footed big guy shooting flash shots but they're going down boys and girls enjoy basketball Whether you're traveling to Missoula for business, a family visit, or to watch the Grizz game, the Wingate wants to be your home away from home. Call the Wingate to find out how we can take care of your next trip to Missoula. From conference rooms to great complimentary breakfast to an indoor water park, we have what you need and what you want when traveling. The Wingate of Missoula is a proud supporter of Grizzly and Lady Grizz athletics, and we look forward to making you feel at home when you're not. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org. 